My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Hi guys, hello. My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we feeling? How are we doing? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? Well, regardless of how we're feeling, we'll do our usual deep breath in. So we'll do a four count in. We'll hold for two, and then we'll do a four count out. So four count in now. And then we'll exhale. Nice. Fabulous. Well, we are actually recording today on a Thursday. It would have been like so fetch of us to record this specific episode on a Wednesday, but here we are. Wearing pink. I know we are. I did that on purpose. Did you do that on purpose? I didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's even more so slay of us. And I have a wonderful returning guest on the show with me here today. They're a Gemini son. They're the host of the podcast Queers These Days, a fellow lesbian, and they're happy to be here. Welcome back to the show, Piper. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am doing good. I have my coffee to my side, so... Where, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oat milk yes you know it but i yeah. let me tell you i've had a morning i don't think they put it in there i have a <gasps> feeling i just i don't no. know it, i did notice it at first and then i was like i'm having a lot of reactions this morning i don't know not to be too oversharing on the podcast no but that's, no but i do i do this i have had I had something recently where it was like a similar situation where I, I ordered something with oat milk and I like had one sip of it and I was like, this is not oat milk. And I took it back. And I was it's like, the worst. I also feel like such a dick when I'm like, hey, can you remake this, please? Because I don't think this is oat milk. But my my tummy knew. And my tummy knows. Oh, yeah. And that's um, I think that's totally a fair thing to be like, hey, I understand the like hesitation. Um, but as a barista, like especially with the non-dairy milks, like I always try to get those right. We had somebody once at my old Starbucks who ordered oat milk or something and got like a different kind of milk and they had to go to the fucking hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So so technically we disclose at stores that like we try our best not to do cross contamination, but sometimes it just occurs. Mm-hmm. But but oh, for all my lactose free um people out there too, Trader Joe's has lactose free cream cheese, which does doesn't taste exactly like cream cheese, but it's pretty damn good. It's a tiny bit tart, but it's I do recommend it for anybody who wants to enjoy their cake and eat it too. There's this brand of lactose-free cheese in Australia that I miss yeah. so much because it was actually <gasps> better than like cream, like cream and dairy. Really? Cream and dairy. I mean, like lactose also is dairy, but yeah, like lactose cheese. It was so good. So I'm really excited to um, consume that. I'm so excited for Australian food again. Um, I feel like I'm gonna have to bring an entire suitcase of stuff back with me. <laughs> Yeah, you're heading back there for a few weeks, you said, right? Yeah, for like three weeks. Uh, that'll be so nice to be home. And then like you said, eat all your – what's your go-to favorite foods when you're in Australia? Um, It's such a loaded question. Um, Like it depends <laughs> – we'll see the uh, – like it depends on the vibe. I think I love honey soy chicken red rock jelly chips. 
Um, oh, that sounds amazing. They are so good. Definitely, like, renounce vegetarianism to eat those. Like, finger buns? Finger. Oh, my God. Cheesy Vegemite scrolls. How could I forget? Um, yeah, those are – my mom was so cute, and she sent me um, – like, for Christmas, she sent me a box of, like, Australian oh. – um, she sent me, like, Milo and Vegemite and, like, um, some – like caramel koalas and stuff and oh my god twisties uh that was so good to have again um i don't i don't really know like it it will be interesting to see what food i reach for first yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's i um went to college a few hours away from my hometown and when and like you would think that like the same food would just be around but it's very much not so when i would go home i would always get like certain things immediately when i got home and it would always taste so good like a nice little treat well one of my friends who i'm seeing when i fly into sydney she went Mm -hmm. to like she did a year exchange in um at ubc in vancouver and she asked me to bring back walmart sugar cookies for her and i was (laughs) I was like, of all the things you could have asked for. Those are low-key. Is it the ones that kind of look fake with the frosting on yeah, top? Yeah, like they look like plastic. They're so delicious. I am part of the fan club. Like, I will be so real. I do love those cookies. I don't know what it is. I don't is eat it, them as much anymore, but. Is it a gay thing? I honestly, I was just about to go down that road, but then I was like, mm. Because I'm like, I feel like that is kind of a, could be a straight people snack as well. But like, here's why straight I think it's don't gay. don't deserve um, colorful snacks. That should be reserved for queer people. That's so, because that's what I was going to say. The re- okay, so reasons I think it's gay is because it's like the consistency of the food is like soft and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like the frosting is very colorful. It's very like camp almost. Like I would, I would say mm-hmm. that is like a camp level snack. But uh-huh. the reason I feel like it's like straight would be like i could so see like it's from walmart it's from walmart and i could (laughs) say like joe from like joe who's 55 years old getting off the getting off the job eating them at home like i could see like a straight person eating that snack if that makes sense i can't like see my brain kind of short circuits when i think of straight people eating (laughs) the walmart sugar cookies (laughs) it doesn't happen but it like that's so real like I think straight people love capitalism more than gay people, and Walmart is a yes. is like capitalism, um, like the blueprint. So, it's like for that reason, I think they're straight. But no, Walmart sugar cookies are uh, gay. They're queer. I think I think they are queer. I think I think we can identify them as queer. It's so funny too. I'm reading this book recently. My friend Hannah recommended it to me, and it's about these two queer women in like kind of like a prep school in high school and the first chapter is they have like people who are gay for a day and they have all this and it's like kind of an ongoing bit like they have like this criteria like they go to a quaker school so like it's like 9 11 remembrance day and they're like the first person who cries within 10 minutes is gay and then they're like the first person who stands up and talks is gay and then they were like the first person who stands up and talks about how this day is very specific to them and their own experience like no one else experienced is like definitely not gay and i was like i totally understand like it was so funny reading it i was like i understand all this criteria and i get it but a straight person would read that and think 
it was crazy. Like, do you know what That's I mean? So like, funny. like it's just yeah. So that's so funny. Speaking of gay, um, <laughs> speaking of gay, and why we're here today. Um, mean Girls twenty twenty four just came out twenty twenty four, and I feel like that is like a gay film. Like, I feel like that is gay. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think anything that is, like, overly theatrical um, and, like, very campy and colourful is very, I mean, I was going to say queer-coded, but this movie isn't even queer-coded, it is queer. Um, And, um, like, it's very explicitly queer, which I really loved. Um, Like, even though, um, like, obviously Damien in the original Mean Girls is um canically 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 yeah yeah um like canically queer it like janice's queerness was also explicit i mean i i know we're gonna talk about regina george um but like that and um it just it was it, it it felt more real I guess because I think Mm. like if you were to meet those people in real life they would be queer just like out of the box characters that yeah um you know like reject I mean like the status quo yeah those are usually queer people so um yeah I do think that it is and I mean like musicals really like gay gay people love musicals oh yeah um I yeah. agree. I agree. I think and that's what I was going to uh talk uh about too like changes we liked in the movie and changes maybe we didn't like because mm-hmm. the movie does follow the original Mean Girls except obviously there's music. And for those yeah. who also don't know, there is a Mean Girls musical that was on Broadway and mm-hmm. Renee Rapp was in the musical. Yeah. On Broadway. Yes. Yes. And now she's in the movie. So it's very cool to see. And I think other people played Regina in the past as well. I didn't double check that before we started the episode. But um, but yeah, so it's cool to see. But I think because there's music in it, they had to cut certain things out of the movie. Yeah. And also, too, I feel like obviously not all of the humor in Mean Girls aged well. Like there are things in there oh, that no. aged horribly but then Mm -hmm. there are some things i was kind of surprised that they took out and kind of i feel like tried to sanitize the image like like in the original movie they called janice like just a dyke like straight up a dyke and in the new one they called her a pyro les like a like a lesbian who sets on fire who sets things on fire she's um she is the lesbian arsonist that julian baker was talking about in 20 dollars. <laughs> i love i love this reference really like encapsulates like the essence of the episode i think um i just thought it was interesting how they like made up this whole new backstory like what did you think about because in the original movie for those who have not seen it for some reason um why the are you premise- listening? 
Why are you listening? Go pause it, go watch it, and then come back. And also see yeah. the other movie. So have like an eight-hour activity day and then finish your eight-hour day with this episode. With the podcast, yeah. With the, of course. Because um, why would you not want to hear two non-binary lesbians opinions of this movie? Like the only opinions that matter, I would Only argue. the opinions that matter. So real. Um, but in the original movie the conflict between Janice and Regina was that they were best friends growing up. And then Janice was apparently obsessed with Regina being like, why didn't you call me back? And would like get jealous of her when she'd get a boyfriend, all those things. Then Regina had a birthday party in bathing suits. And I couldn't invite like Janice because like girls were in their bathing suits, like girls were in bikinis. And so then it like becomes this whole thing. And then basically Janice apparently cuts off all her hair, leaves for a year and comes back and is quote unquote, totally weird. In the new movie, Regina is supposedly an ally. It's made clear. They say that and that Regina supported Janice. And then there was a conf. I forget that what they said it so fast too. Like, do you remember yeah. what the exact thing was? No, I don't because I was I I I picked up on something um that I like I want to talk about. But oh sure, I kind of have a like I have a theory about what the like conflict was in the um like in in the in the musical is that like you see so like the um like the jewelry ballerina box that uh, regina has that uh, gretchen uh, finds regina's pride pin in it and i mm-hmm. thought that was very symbolic um because like they mentioned that regina got a pride pin like in solidarity with janice uh when she came out and oh then- that's what it was and then, like, to see that pin inside of, like, this jewelry box, it was very, like, it it was, like, a visual metaphor um, of, like, I don't know, I think Regina's queen is kind of being, like, hidden. Um, but mm. I think that, like, a conflict, like, how a conflict could have arisen from that is, like, uh, if you're if you're not, if you're someone who still has, like, internalized homophobia and you realize, like, your own queerness and your friends with people that are explicitly queer I can see how that would like create a situation that you would want to run away from so you'd yeah. be like I don't want to I don't want to be friends with you anymore <laughs> actually no um yeah so like that but that is my own um like that that like that's how I made sense of that but I thought I just I thought that pride pin in the box was so interesting and I it was really I, I liked that they included it because it wasn't like they didn't even mention that the fact that there was a pride pin in it you just had to see it yeah i also like that and i didn't catch that myself i remember when they were talking about the conflict that they had gotten those together but you would think that she would have thrown it out by now or something but the fact yeah but she did she kept it is i think significant and two it's in the closet. Isn't the jewelry exactly. box in the closet? Yeah, the jewelry box was mm-hmm. the jewel so it it's hidden in a box in the closet. So it's like it's only <laughs> something that can be seen when you open it up. When you go into the closet, you open up this box. There is the pin. Is it too early to start talking about Regina? <laughs> no, we can talk we can talk okay. about her right now because so, I also it, have another theory. So I'm curious to hear your opinions okay. too. So like I noticed that Regina started like flirting with oh my goodness what's his name Aaron yeah Aaron fuck I that's okay he's not important he's a man 
<laughs> man um yeah um when regina started flirting with aaron again um she's like was wearing less color um like she was wearing um oh a black shirt with like a pink vest over it and then like the vest was kind of like the own like the only color and then when she was like explicitly with him again um it was like yeah there was no color that she was wearing and then um when she like went into her little depression episode era um Mm -hmm. she was wearing like very beige colors so i thought her um like her costume throughout the movie was really interesting um yeah i also thought her beginning outfit was so interesting of a choice like the all black was very stark like because she was wearing black leather pants and like just a whole black outfit and i was like i was trying to think in the original i was like i don't think regina wears an all black outfit like at all so i also too some of the costuming was a little off the mark for me some of it but i did i did like most of it i thought it was very interesting like they changed regina's costume from a bunny to like an angel but it kind of looked like a bird and that was kind of an interesting choice i thought that was a nod to snow angel (sighs) but i could be wrong oh i didn't even think about that i did not even think about that i just thought it was maybe like a costume choice that was made i mean it could have very well been that well who knows who Who knows knows? it could have been snow angel that would be really great promotion low-key yeah i mean that's very interesting but yeah i thought some of the i did like the all pink outfit that she had um also Renee Rapp is such a flirt to her core. Like, I'm just like, I literally like was getting shy when I was watching it. I saw it with my girlfriend too. And like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, it's funny. We had just watched Saltburn together and she's upset. What a juxtaposition. I know, like two gay fucking movies. And it was funny, like, she loves, uh, uh, she's bi, she loves Jacob Elordi. So throughout the movie, she'd be like, oh, wow, wow, making her, you know, like, reactions. And that was me. I told her at the beginning of the movie, is like, your Renee Rapp is my Jacob Elordi. Like, I was like, throughout the whole movie, I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh my, okay. Okay, so, so you know that Jacob Elordi is Australian, right? Yes, yes, I do okay, know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Australians don't trust Jacob Elordi because he went to St. Kevin's, um, and St. Kevin's is a really, like, misogynistic, um, like, Christian private school. Um, and they oh, that's produce, a bummer. They produce a lot of predators. The 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 running joke throughout Euphoria was that Jacob Elordi wasn't, um, acting, he was representing. Oh my god, no. Yeah. I mean, listen, it doesn't, it would not surprise me at all to hear another- We don't another... trust Jacob Elordi. That's so fair. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll go warn my girlfriend later. <laughs> I'll be like, wait. Well, also too, unfortunately, not to go off on a tangent, but like <laughs> I just it never surprises me anymore when I find out like a new no. famous man in Hollywood who's like the it guy is like a predator or has done mm-hmm. something in the past. Like it truly does not surprise me anymore. Or any sort of <laughs> famous person doing something bad. I'm like, okay, yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um but i had a little theory that or like maybe not a theory i guess an alternate like universe because i feel like 
they I like how they made Janice like a lesbian in the new movie. Yeah, but I feel explicitly. like I do think it would have been maybe too much change for some people to make Regina George a lesbian, even though I think it would be so fucking cool and I would love it. But so in an alternate universe, right, when maybe like or even just like Regina George is in by or something like that, I could see her caddy and um gretchen having like a love triangle because Mm. gretchen is also obsessed with regina and in the musical she does her number where she's like why doesn't anybody like me like why doesn't regina love me in the closet she does it in the literal closet oh my god i didn't even pick up on that I was like, wow. I literally was like sitting there. I was like, this is so fucking gay. I was like, <laughs> this whole thing is so I think there that there could be a left triangle. Yeah. There were many times throughout the movie that I was like, this is gay. <laughs> what um, moments for you were the gay moments? Um, okay, so a gay moment for me was definitely when Regina kissed Aaron in front of Katie. Um, there was something... Yeah. There was something very, um, there was something very queer about that. That was like, watch me do this. Like, um, it didn't feel, it didn't like. I know that it's supposed to read as like um, vengeful and vindictive, but it, it didn't read like that for me. It was more like, um, like it was more like a pay attention to me while I do this and like yeah. look look at me um so was it? i thought that was pretty gay regina george playing lacrosse gay. <laughs> fucking yeah. gay rugby or what was is was it lacrosse in the movie or was it rugby uh, or was that even mentioned at american the end? sports i'm not familiar with so <laughs> that's I so don't. fair i think rugby is like a british sport but I, yeah a lot of gay people play rugby. I do know that a lot of gay people play rugby. But um, yeah. I feel like Regina George is just a lesbian. Like I do think yeah. the facts are there. I th- well, I also think that it's like um, like the like the hyper heterosexuality is almost like compensation for not feeling that internally. Because I yeah. know a lot of I know a lot of lesbians that did that that were like obsessed with men. And um, what w- like j- was like a serial data of yeah. men before they and before they realized that they weren't attracted to them at all, and I think that like all of the like groundwork is there for that to be Regina's story as well. Like, um, because I think yeah. even like Renee Rapp says in interviews that like she doesn't care about men. <laughs> like she like she treats them and she views them as like objects and accessories um i think i'm sorry you can go in no 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 you go i know she's identified as bi in the past but it seems like there might be some talk that she kind of came out on snl kind of has been coming out in recent interviews that she's lesbian have you seen that Uh, i have and i think that i don't think you would ask people to refer to you as a lesbian on snl if you didn't identify that way right i agree yeah. i'm like also to people whom like i'm like also to she's she's very i think aware of the community and like i think she would be aware that if she wasn't a lesbian and if they did that she would be upset yeah. like i think like, like she would be yeah. aware of that to make that conscious choice of like 
I'm identifying this way. So if I identify this way, but I'm still a bisexual, like I'm going to get backlash. So I yeah. think it yeah. would oh, be, yeah. yeah. No, she's not an idiot. <laughs> no, she's not. She's very smart. And she's so fucking funny too. I just, I am obsessed with her. I think she's, I think she is like one of the next big things that's going to happen in Hollywood. And I think she's very relatable. For my own personal experience too, I used to be really, really obsessed with guys. Even I was looking back at this the other day, like I wanted, I would just have a crush on anybody around me. And there was one time this guy walked into my freshman year art class and he was late. And I was like, that's the one, that's my next hyperfixation. Mm -hmm. And it was like a very unhealthy, very unhealthy obsession. And then obviously did not end well for me. And so I swore off men for like two years. And then it was like, I would just kind of have crushes on people who were just kind of around me. Or my friends would be like, this guy's hot or like set me up with guys. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, sure. And I was like, sure. But then when I started dating women, when I identify as bisexual, it felt very different. Like it just felt so different. Like I actually cared. Yeah. And yeah. I got oh, yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Like, even my boyfriend, my, my ex-boyfriend, my br breakup with him was so painful and horrible. But it was also, like, I was, like, chilling in, like, a month. Like, I was kind of chill. I found out he was dating somebody else, and that kind of sent me. I got some haters out there. I feel like if, if you don't have haters, you're not making noise, you know? I think um, that's real. What I was going to say was that, like, um, following... Uh, what um like Regina, kind of like kissing Aaron in front of Katie is um mm -hmm. like it, it it it's almost like it was a switch for her like it was like an act of choice to be like well I'm interested in you now and then like maybe like um she felt like she could like she potentially had feelings for Katie but like couldn't be with Katie and but like Katie had feelings for this man so she was like well I'll be with him then so yeah like um not to. Um, not to Yellow Jackets, everything, but the scene in um in Yellow Jackets where Shauna Yellow Jacket spoilers, everyone. Um where Be so careful. Shauna, where <laughs> where Shauna is like talking to Jackie's dead corpse and she's imagining that like Jackie's talking back to her and Jackie says something like you only slept with Chef. Uh with Chef <laughs> with Jeff. Um, so you could imagine being with me. And then Shauna didn't even deny it and was like, shut up. Um, like that, it was like, it's similar vibes. Like you only did yeah. this, you could imagine like being with and near me in this way. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I think it is a trend, not only in queer cinema, but I think in just reality, like queer life of maybe figuring out, navigating feelings for a girl and then maybe sleeping with her ex-boyfriend or their ex-boyfriend yeah. or their current boyfriend like great example too um one of my favorite movies of all time jennifer's body jennifer check does the same thing right mm. this kind of like competition regina and katie i think follow the same dynamic this like competition yeah. of male attention but the whole time it's because they want to just kiss each other yes yes mm -hmm. And so they live vicariously through these guys. Like Jennifer Check, oh, such a good example of um, maybe internalized homophobia or just like desire of like a friend. Um, mm. Because one time there's this guy in the hallway who's being nice to needy, the kind of like shy, kind of yeah. nerdy girl. And Jennifer, she like, 
Katie, or not Katie, now see, now I'm just too many, too many queer women in cinema, yeah. getting them confused. <laughs> no, 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 um, there's not enough, there's not enough queer women in cinema. So real, we need more, we need more examples, need please. More. Um, Needy says like, oh yeah, he's nice, or whatever, and then Jennifer yeah. goes and like, seduces him and kills him. So it's like, and then <laughs> she goes after her ex-boyfriend, or her current mm -hmm. boyfriend, and so it's like, it's literally like Mean Girls. I feel like this is such a trend, but like you said, I was trying to think of other examples of this, besides Yellow Jackets, this one, and Mean Girls. I couldn't think of like any others. Oh. Did you have any other examples of that? Um, probably as soon as we finish, they're all gonna come flooding <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> but it also like, even like maybe it could be like a subconscious thing. Like if Regina isn't aware of like like that that's what's happening it could be like oh my god katie has a crush on this person uh mm -hmm. i'm really jealous and i'm feeling really intense emotions i don't understand why it must be because i am i also like him um <sighs> when it's like no you like her <laughs> not him i literally couldn't think of any other ones besides those three and i even forgot about yellow jackets so thank you for bringing up that reference oh, too of course hang on i watched a movie recently um that made me think think about it but i don't or even like a show i'm trying to think as well mm. what did i watch recently um, oh i have one it's kind of a not as big of a reference but it's like the to all the boys i left before there's like a spin-off kind of k-drama-esque show about the younger sister kitty and kitty is kind of like has a lot of different love interests which is kind of like a theme of k-drama to have maybe love triangles or different relationships and there's kind of a queer revelation halfway through um because one of the people's exes like she likes but then she starts to like this girl and it was so like it's just like oh it was so good to watch and just be like oh my gosh there's like queer realizations happening um but i don't know that was kind of a similar one but but yeah i don't know i feel like, like it's a thing yeah like I, I again this isn't explicit but like and maybe have you seen a simple favor oh <gasps> that's a good one too that's like, a good one yeah because when um emily like disappears because mm -hmm. like there's the like um there's the scene where um oh i forget anna kendrick's character's name um stephanie that's it um my god i'm surprised i remembered that i haven't seen that movie i was gonna so say I, I haven't seen that movie also in someone i would never have pulled that out of my brain um when yeah so like that it shows them uh like kissing each other and it's like it's not a peck <laughs> like they don't just do a peck it was a very like intensely passionate kiss so mm -hmm. they were like definitely I mean, I think it's explicit that there were underlying feelings there between them. And then when she disappears, Stephanie, like, kind of, like, takes on, like, the role in life of um, of Emily for a minute. And it yeah. could be, you know, because she's not there anymore. So it's her husband or her partner. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. Um, like, so that, that is an, an example um, yeah I don't know I'm trying to think of more but yeah it's a very like well I think because it's like a very easy thing to like misunderstand to well, like a, like well, okay so my female friend um has 
feelings for somebody or starting to date somebody um, and this makes me feel really strange and I don't like it and I'm feeling really jealous. I don't understand why. Oh, it must be because I also have a crush on this guy when that's not the case. Yeah, it's it's very it's all very interesting and I think that's a I think that's a really eloquent way you put it too. I think it can be so confusing to growing up queer and being queer in like a hetero patriarchal society because like I mean, for me, I didn't realize we've talked about this on so many other episodes as well, but like I just didn't realize it. And so I think it's really normal to be confused and like you said maybe putting our feelings in different places that we don't even realize it. Um, but I feel like with the movie, I was just hoping they would make Regina just a little, like, overtly queer. Like, when she's making out with, like, Shane Oman in the closet, that would have been so cool if Shane Oman was, like, a woman or just, like, like a non-man or something. I did, I did. Yeah. I did flag that. I was like, hmm, interesting that this is in a closet. That, too. Because also, she kept her clothes on. Like, that's... Yeah. Also, something that I think of when, like, I watch, um, like, sex scenes and somebody, like, is wearing clothes and the other person isn't, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, well, that's, a, like, a like a method of separation uh, from, Interesting. Like, the that's a good point. Because in the in the original Mean Girls, they hook up above, hooking up with Shane Omen o- above the auditorium. Um <laughs> Uh, and yeah, like Regina yeah. is like, have her, has her shirt off and stuff, but like, that's just interesting. That's just interesting. And I feel like Touchane is like a name that could be for like, not just men as well. Like Unisex, we have Shane yeah. from the L word who I've always mm-hmm. been obsessed with. Um, like that oh, would have been I just, remember. yeah, that would have just been such a cool little change, you know? But I mean, yeah. I guess, I don't know. I feel like maybe we'll get to a point in society one day when the general public will accept the truth that Regina George is a lesbian. But in that time, yeah. in the meantime, we will champion for her. We champion for her as, as fellow lesbians. Um, yeah. Regina, she didn't feel like like the mean girl of all mean girls in this movie like she was a mm-hmm. lot more human to me and um i don't but it's interesting because i feel like the character like i feel like the characters didn't really get enough of like a backstory to flesh out but some of them were more palatable to me in the musical than in the original and i don't yeah. understand why that is I feel like Gretchen and the other, and Karen, right, Karen? Am I thinking of yeah. the other places? No, no, no. I feel like Gretchen and Karen didn't really get their moment in the sun. I think they should have just made the movie longer um, yeah. or something. I was because surprised at how short it was. Me too. Especially, too, I was so looking forward to the scene. It's honestly one of my favorite scenes probably in movies ever when Gretchen is like, we should all, um, like, about the, the speech about Caesar, like, we should just stab Caesar. Like, I was so looking forward to that and hoping that was, like, a music number. And yeah. um, I didn't do uh, as much research. I'm not sure if that's in the original musical. I could see definitely them having a music number of that scene. But it was, like, a lot of things were cut that I wish would have been kept yeah. in. And I agree. I don't think there was enough time to flush but out certain plot Caesar, points. But the, like, the, like, 
I feel like that's such an important like element to the story of Mean Girls because like the like the story of Caesar being like stabbed by his own um like by his own senate by like his own friends and like the famous line like etu like etu Judas I think like and mm-hmm. you Judas is like oh my god my friends my friends did this like and I feel like that it, it was. I don't know, like integral to Mean Girls because that's like the it, 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 like it, it's like it happens in the yeah movie where like your like friends backstab each other. So that was that surprised me that they didn't keep that in because that was something that always made sense to me about the original. Yeah, or two. I feel like certain lines really had a punch in the original. Like yes, and they did you know the same. Yeah, like when Aaron, Aaron, and Katie are in her room, and the room starts to spin. He gets kind of he gets kind of mad, and he's like, "No, yeah. don't call me like, don't tell me to shut up." In certain stuff, or when oh, Janice delivers it so good when she's like, "You're a mean girl, Katie. You're a bitch." Like that line. <laughs> is so fucking it goes so fucking hard and they were why were they in a scooter why not in a car like what yeah. a weird change to make like and why would they do that i also wish that they had let renee rap say the full like get in loser we're going shopping not just get in loser i was like that is half of an iconic line you cannot yeah give me half give me the full thing please I know. They really skimped out on certain stuff. There was another thing I was going to bring up that they caught. Um, Oh, sorry. You go. No, you go. You go. I was just going to say, like, the changing, like, um, like, she's a fugly slut. She is a fugly cow. I just, that just kind of made me laugh because I was like, that's not, like, that's, I think that, I mean, I'm not sure. I've not been in high school for I don't even I don't want to count um but like I don't know do do teenage girls still use slut as an insult like I wouldn't be surprised if they did um so I don't know I, I just feel like with the that that I was like I don't think like I think cow, like to use your word like cow is just like way too sanitized of a word to, yeah it was like like I understand I understand the want to change the word slut, but like think of something better than cow, please. Like, yeah, bitch would have been better. Um, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That was like, I don't know. That almost, I, I was like, this is a bit lazy. I feel like too. It was interesting what they kept in and what they kept out to keep it like sanitized, like. It was interesting that they kept in all the stuff about Regina's weight, but they, like, omitted certain stuff, like, like you said, calling her a cow, or, like, what's another good example? Or just even some of the, like, not using the word dyke, other, like, shit they just left out. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I... I yeah. Also, so I think like like Dyke is a slur that's been reclaimed by like lesbians. Mm-hmm. So I think that like you they would have to have oh I get a what lesbian you're say Dyke. Um. Mm-hmm. So like that, like that is I think the one that like makes sense to me as to why they didn't have that like for those like technical reasons, but. I'm also like it, it's it is it is okay to call Janice a dyke. That that's she <laughs> accurate. That's, that's okay. 
Um, I, I agree what you said though. I really like what you said. They didn't feel as mean. Like, I feel like, Mm. which I liked about the movie because that's very real or like one of the most perfect scenes is when Regina compliments, I think it's still in the original. It's just different, but like when Regina's talking all about Janice and then that girl goes by in her skirt and she's like, Oh my God, I love your skirt. Like, where'd you get it? She's like, Oh, it's from my mom's in the eighties. Then she leaves and Regina's like, that is the ugliest most yeah. skirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like like that's such like being a bitch, like not even like, so it's, it's not even the fact that you don't like the skirt. It's that you lied to her about liking the skirt and then immediately talked to all oh, fun of her behind her back. I forgot what I missed in the new movie. When Tina Fey goes, who's been personally victimized by Regina George? They didn't do that in this new movie. Yeah, they didn't. Like, why not? Why would we not do that? That's a great scene. Yeah, it's an iconic scene, especially because, like, teachers put their hands up and it's it's hilarious. It's so good. Did you have any favorite music numbers in in the movie? Um, see, okay, so the thing is, is that, like, unless I was to listen to the soundtrack, the musical mm-hmm. numbers, like, they, they are lost on me. Like, I don't remember them. I remember, like, the, like, I remember the costumes from them, and I remember, like, the laid out, but, like, lyric, like, lyrics and the, like, specifics of it. I don't know why yeah. I just didn't retain it, but I really liked... I liked the one that was like in the hallway and it was so campy and there was so much glitter. Oh um, yeah, the um I'm looking at the soundtrack right now. Okay, thank I you. I liked I liked Oh, maybe it was Revenge Party. Maybe. I just I loved that one so much. I also did like Karen's Halloween moment. That was a fun one. I did. I didn't like all one. the another thing I didn't like with the movie. I did not like all the TikTok stuff. I was like, get no, the fuck I didn't out like of here. that either. <laughs> I don't like how TikTok has like you know, like pushed themselves into movies now in terms of like yeah. advertising. I'm like, no one needs to know what TikTok is anymore. Like everybody does know what it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, so. I liked the one at the party when she's with Aaron and like that really gave me chills like the whole scene where they're like slow motion kind of that was good. Obviously, I love my name is Regina George. Yeah, oh, kind of a big deal. I love that line too. just like just like my name's Regina George. I'm kind of a big deal. Like I'm literally the shit like and as she is like she really does run. Excuse me. She really does run the school. But um. Yeah. But yeah, I liked, oh, also I really liked I'd Rather Be Me. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. The person who plays Janice plays Moana. Know that? Yeah, isn't that cool? There's I an interview. That. There's an interview with Renee Rapp in the cast. And they're like, oh, what's my alternate ego or something? Some question in Renee Rapp says like Moana to like Janice and Renee Rapp's like, I literally love that song. Like, you don't understand how much like I love Moana. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's like Moana is a gay movie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I can so see that. Things to take away from the movie. Yeah. Regina okay. George is gay. Regina George is very gay. Um, Whether or not she's realized it yet. Who's, who's sh- to say? I'd love to see 
it'd be funny in like like an ex like a little like uh after the credits where it's like where are they now and it was like yeah. Regina George went to Sarah Lawrence and played rugby and now lives with her partner in like fucking Brooklyn or something like I could so see something like in, that in um Cambridge USA Berkeley yeah I could see it I can see it um Regina George listens to Muna Oh, 100% that's, that's she does. That's all they had to say. That's oh, all they had to say. I was going to ask you really, okay. uh, really quick. Um, what sign do you think Regina is? What do you think her big three are? Oh, okay. I think I annoyed my friend in the cinema <laughs> like talking to her about this. I think that like the obvious, like the obvious um, answer is like she's a Leo. I think she's a Sagittarius son. Because I think that like mm. the like the like what my what my astrologer taught like how she explained Sagittarius like as um an embodiment to me is like Sagittarius is what everybody thinks Leo is, um mm. and like Sagittarius is a way more blunt like um like than Leos, um they're very like like very. Fashionable, um, not very, but like, I guess like it, but like obviously this, like it, the whole Bethlehem yeah. and how they interact with each other. But I don't, I think like potentially Leo Moon, um, mm -hmm. like I, but no, I think like like a Sagittarius, um, okay, so big three. I was gonna um, say for rising, it could be, I could see an air rising or like something really off-putting yeah. like a, but the thing that's hard about regina is that she's so cruel but she's also so charming and people do mm -hmm. kind of like her and are obsessed with her so i'm i don't want to almost say scorpio rising because scorpio risings give the worst fucking first impression so i feel <laughs> like it would they do every scorpio rising i've ever fucking met gives the worst impression it's horrible um i feel like I feel like she could be a Sagittarius Sun, Taurus Moon, Gemini Rising. I was gonna say Gemini Rising as well yeah. because I do can I can totally see her being an Air Rising because she's social and the way she kind of yeah. operates. I could also see Taurus Moon. I and I like, feel Gemini's like Gemini's gossip. As yes. a Gemini, I can, can attest. I feel like all Air signs just love to be we chit chatting, love gossiping. We it's so much yeah. fun. It's so fun. I love um, I mean slay. So I think with this birth chart, I think I'd get along with Regina, but I think yeah. we'd have like some some uh some tension in our friendship like with Katie. Like I could see us having like a frenemy friendship for sure of being mm -hmm. like, well, like especially when I'm if I'm in high school. Like obviously now I wouldn't be friends with who she is in high school, but in high school I could see me being like, well, you know, she's so nice to me. Like when people are saying all the mean yeah. things she does <laughs> as like an insecure high schooler being like, well, she's really nice to me. And like, you know, Regina's going through a lot. Her parents don't sleep in the same bed anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, I think. I think that. Um, I think that Janice and Damien uh like uh leo aquarius placements like because those are Ooh, sister signs i could see so. totally um damien being a leo 
Yeah, I f- and Janice is like I think I even in the Aquarius. first movie I thought she was an Aquarius. So I feel like, and those are sister signs, so they like obviously like naturally click uh, with each other. Yeah, so I, I could see that. Katie, I feel like would be a Taurus. I could see that. I could see like an Earth sign for sure. I could see. I'm trying to think of like in high school and like you're still kind of learning maturity and stuff. Someone who would be kind of easily swayed in different directions too. I feel like I could definitely mm. see Taurus as being kind of not wanting to rock the boat at first, kind of more nervous. Mm. Um, a lot of my sorry, a lot of your Libra. What? No, no, I was gonna say some of my Taurus friends in high school were more kind of like a little bit shy um, or not as like assertive, but then over time as they kind of grow into themselves, like they're definitely like their own people. So I could kind of mm-hmm. maybe see that, but I guess I let- could also kind of see Regina having a cancer placement because mm, I think yeah, that, like, a cancer moon. Yeah, because, like, cancers, I'm, like, I love you guys most sometimes. Um, But, like, cancers do tend to make their feelings and emotions other people's problems, not necessarily on purpose or consciously, but that is a very reoccurring theme with cancers. Um, My girlfriend's so- a cancer. She doesn't do that, but um, I can. I've been. I've. I've been. You know, around the block, so I can say yeah. that I do think some cancers do do that for well, sure. It's funny because, like, I for a while I was like, I don't like cancers, and then I like, I just I accepted that a lot of people I loved in my life are cancers, and so it was really it. This is it was really funny when I was like, no, I do, I do like you guys. Um, but stop, <laughs> stop giving me all your feel. Wait, uh, wait, no, I'll go on that tangent later. Um, <laughs> um, slime. But yeah, so I guess like I could see Regina having a cancer placement as well. Um, I don't know. I don't think I know. Like again. Like, I wish Gretchen and Karen had been flushed out a little bit more because I would love to place them. Yeah. Maybe in another future movie where Regina is gay and there's, like, a messy left triangle. That would be my my dream. Well, Piper, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's always a pleasure getting to talk to you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here and to talk to you. Well, Slate, well, of course, you know, this question's like totally out of the blue. Never ask anybody this. It's so wild to me. Um, why are you happy to be here? Oh, oh, oh my God. I was not prepared for this question <laughs> at all. Um, happy to be here. Um, happy to be here with you talking about cinema through the queer lens and yeah, dissecting um film through the queer lens is like one of my favorite favorite things to do so doing it with another non-binary lesbian i love i'm very happy to be doing that yay ah well that's all i got for you guys thanks for tuning in and i'll see you next time bye